Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Well, welcome to another uh, uh, episode of Small Business Fuel Radio. I'm your host, Paul Wilson, Jr. I'm the area director of the University of Georgia Small Business Development Center at Georgia State University. And we're excited to bring another um, incredible guest for you, um, our small business audience, who definitely is going to provide some insights and information. And our goal is really to, again, fuel your small business um, with resources, ideas, and strategies that will help you grow. Um, so my special guest today is Nathan Regan, and he currently serves as a Senior Vice President of Economic Development at Invest Atlanta, where he leads the agency's small business development, innovation, and entrepreneurship, business retention and expansion, foreign direct investment, and creative industries activities. Um, he's a very busy man, as you can see, uh, but definitely uh, Invest Atlanta is a powerful resource um, uh, partnership with resource for the UGS BDC at GSU. So I'm excited to have Nathan on the show today. How's, how's it going, Nathan? Hey, good afternoon, Paul. So great to be here today, and I appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Um, as I said, um, you know, Invest Atlanta is, is, is definitely a powerful uh, resource partner uh, for the SBDC. So for people who don't know who Invest Atlanta <laughs> is and what you all do, uh, would you mind just kind of giving a, a brief overview? Yeah, thanks. Uh, so Invest Atlanta is the city of Atlanta's economic development agency. So we cover everything from affordable housing to innovation, entrepreneurship, national, international, foreign direct investment attraction, and most importantly, and most importantly, I'd like to say, really supporting our small business community. And we do that through a couple different ways. Uh, we have grant programs and loan programs. Paul, you've been joining us before. You know exactly where we're where we're going on the on the loan program. So we want to yes. make sure that we're giving all of our small businesses in the city the opportunity to, to get their hands on working capital to help them grow and succeed. We know that about 80% of our business growth uh, in the city is fueled through our small businesses. So we're that's what we're here to help with. Absolutely. And um, as, as you said, you know, we our, our organizations do work together. Um, in particular, supporting supporting the small business community. And and as as people may Again, of course, have different perspectives, right? Of invested land, and they they hear all these you know terms that foreign direct investment, right, and, and attracting businesses to the city. Um, a lot of small businesses may think that okay, well, these are big commercial investment developments for big companies, uh, and maybe you can kind of maybe dismiss some of those myths that you all only focus on large businesses, but you all are very much invested into the development of small businesses. Could you speak a little bit too about? like the specific programs and initiatives that really benefit the local small business community? Yeah, that's such a great question. And, you know, uh, we, we do uh, focus on economic development for the entire city. Um, and so a lot of the projects that we work, uh, if you see some of the big projects that we work, you know, those get a lot of attention. But we really want to focus on uh, small business growth, right? And so I, I'll just tell the audience that, you know, roughly less than 7% of all the projects that we work in in Atlanta are kind of these, these big projects, right? So NCR, attracting companies to the city. 
that is a, roughly about seven seven percent or less of what we do. And so the rest of that work that we do is really about growing communities and growing our small business community. Um, and our small business loans um, are one of those primary tools that we use uh, to do that. Um, and you know, during this COVID crisis, we certainly have a, have an acute uh, focus on our small business community. We've We've recently launched a couple of loan programs and grant programs, and we're going to be launching more. And so I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's probably definitely a good segue, you know, into that. So as small businesses think about, okay, well, how can Invest Atlanta help me? What programs are available? Yeah. Would you mind just expounding a little bit on those uh, small business loan programs? Yeah. So, you know, during normal times, and we all know that these are not normal times. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, sad to say, uh, we, we, we normally are running we have roughly about 10 different loan programs that any small business can can go to our website at investatlanta.com and take a look at the loan programs that we offer that will help you grow and, and, and provide working capital to help you be successful in the city. So during the COVID crisis, we knew uh, that we were going to have to expand that and, and really quickly and just want to give a thanks to uh, Mayor Bottoms. Uh, she's the chair of our board at Invest Atlanta, and she was very generous to provide Invest Atlanta a $1.5 million grant uh, to Invest Atlanta, part of the, her emergency re- recovery response uh, allocation. And so we've taken those that money and we've turned those into a program, what we call the Business Continuity Loan Fund. Uh, we acted before anyone else in the city or, or and one of the first movers in the nation, really, uh, to launch this program. And so we did that and we have helped uh, 62 businesses in the city um, and over 72% of those were women-owned businesses and minority-owned businesses. So we're very proud of that, and we want to continue to do that. Uh, and we're going to be launching new programs. But that's what we started first. We have a couple of um, programs, grant programs that are coming out. But the small business loan program is really what's going to carry us through this crisis and really lead us to conver- to recovery. We know we're going to have to get working capital into the hands of small businesses to help them survive this and to be able to grow post-COVID. Absolutely. And we know, again, like I said, you know, we, we've been, you know, dealing with it. And, and of course, you all have too. just the influx, right, of, of all these small mm-hmm. businesses that mm-hmm. have definitely been impacted um, yep. you know, by, by this crisis. Um, you know, from, from your perspective and the programs that you operate, what would you say are, are some things that small businesses can do now to prepare for, let's say, applying for these loans yep. so that they're in the best position to actually qualify? Yeah, you know, that's such a great question. We 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 host um at Investalone, we've been hosting some Facebook live events. And so we've addressed this on one of our Facebook live events. And so I just encourage all of your listeners to to go to the Invest Atlanta Facebook page where you can see all of our Facebook lives. You can also see those on our homepage. But that's a really I think, great I think I was on one of those, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were one of our very special featured guests. Uh, but this is the, the best advice that I've been giving and what I think is really helpful for people is, you know, if you're a small business owner, you know, you're doing your business, you know how to run your business. But applying for loans and applying for grants is not something that any of us are actually really good at or enjoy doing. So the advice that I've been giving uh, to our small business community is really about being organized. You know, in any loan application or any grant application, now or in the future, you're probably going to have to have a couple of key pieces of information, right? You're going to have to have your federal tax returns, your business tax returns. You're going to have to have uh, your city of Atlanta business license if you're applying something with the city of Atlanta through Invest Atlanta. 
um, you're going to have to have some key information. And so I've been just really encouraging everyone who's considering applying for grants or loans. They need to have all that information ready. So, you know, make sure that you've got it in a PDF form that you can upload to the, to the system that you're applying into. And really just being organized. It takes a lot of the frustration out of the process, um, helps it go a lot smoother if you're uploading the proper documentation. Um, so that's been one of the key pieces of information that I've been going for. Um, but I'll also recommend anyone who's listening, you know, it's, you know, you got to apply for everything. You got to be, you yeah, got to become definitely. a master at applying for <laughs> right. and everything. Because, you know, it, you never know which one is going to come through. And, you know, you want to make sure you're not um, really putting all your eggs in one basket. You know, if you're ap- applying for PPP or if you're applying for a grant or a loan with Atlanta, you want to make sure that you're diversifying your risk. And so that, you know, if one or multiple of those things comes back in, you're good to go and you've got the capital to keep working. Absolutely. Um, and, and of course, we know that like definitely the financial piece, right, is oftentimes at top of mind for people in terms of navigating this space. But there's other considerations too now, right, um, as it relates to, to pivoting and, 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 and shifting. Um, what other, I guess, advice would you have for small businesses as they begin to pivot um, in addition to the financial considerations, what other strategies are you all offering as an organization to help people kind of navigate kind of the next phase? Yeah. And, you know, Paul, you know this just as well as I do. We also did another Facebook Live on this yeah. one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And what we've been finding is that, you know, it, businesses in the city of Atlanta have been pivoting, right? And what does that mean? So, for example, we did an interview <clears throat> with um, Old Force Distillery where they actually stopped manufacturing uh, spirits, and they went to manufacturing hand sanitizer. And based on that, they were able to get a contract uh, with Delta to provide their hand sanitizer uh, to Delta, you know, and so when we talk about pivoting, it's like, how can you pivot? And so for example, Old Fort Distillery was able to pivot in that fashion. But if you're a legacy business in the city, and you've got a, you know, dedicated fan base, people who are buying your product, um, and you're not able to pivot like that, You've got to, and the piece of advice I've been giving is that, you know, businesses need to be able to reach their customers where they are. So if people can't come to your business, you got to figure out how to go to them. And so we've seen a couple of businesses that we've talked to, more than a couple, um, who are doing just that. Um, East Pole Coffee is a great example of that. Um, They (laughs) have a a coffee roastery uh, and they started doing deliveries. You know, you order coffee on their website, they'll bring it to your house. You know, if you don't want to go out, if you don't want to have to to wear your mask and go out, they'll bring it to your house. How far out do they they deliver? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I asked them that and actually they'll ship it to you. You're not living in Atlanta, Atlanta area, you know, they'll ship across the country and across the world. You know, they're glad to do it. Gotcha. Um, so that's another good example of pivoting, right? So company, you know, business who's able to do delivery, for example, we know how important right now uh, restaurant delivery is and product delivery is. And, you know, instead of ordering something on Amazon, if your dedicated clients can order their, their favorite product from you and have it delivered in some way, I think that's a great way to pivot. The other piece of advice, Paul, and I I think you'll agree with me on this, is if you're a legacy business in the city or any small business, um, you got to think about your web presence. Definitely. You got to think about your online brand and your online web presence and how to reach people um, through that internet site. And I think that's going to be a big thing that you and I are going to be able to work on with our small businesses in the city is, 
you know, how do we get technical assistance mm-hmm. to those yeah. people who are good at manufacturing their product, but may not know how to create a website, right? So how do we actually get, get businesses to really embrace this pivot and help them grow through this is kind of where we're focused. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's a lot of, a lot of, well, I guess the saying is right. Um, necessity is the mother of invention, mm-hmm. right? And, and crisis, I guess, can be the mother of opportunity or, or innovation. And that's definitely where we are. You know, I, I shared this on, on your uh, podcast you know, about a company, you know, their printing company. And, and they print a lot of, of promotional products. But and again, once the pandemic started, they started printing branded um, face masks, um, right, for, for their clients. And that, that became another you know, sales opportunity um, from that standpoint. So, so definitely, again, you know, we know you all are, are available um, as a resource. We're available for companies who need to think through those ideas. Because sometimes when you're in the weeds, right, it's maybe kind of hard to think about, you know, what's, what resources you have and how you can use them differently than maybe, you know, the way you've kind of used them, you know, in, in the past uh, from that standpoint. Yeah. And, you know, I would say, you know, our relationship, our partnership with SBDC and Invest Atlanta is kind of critical and crucial, you know. Absolutely. Businesses that are, who need a little bit more help before they come to us, you know, SBDC is an amazing resource for those companies, right? And so even after they've come to Invest Atlanta for one of our products, I mean, there's still, the SBDC is a great resource for information and assistance, just like Invest Atlanta. Definitely. And so, I mean, we've talked about, I know you talked about the relief loan programs, but but there are some, were some other, us call pre-existing programs uh, that Invest Atlanta has that some people may not know about, and they may just think that they, they they may have just first heard about you with the right relief loans, but you all have been doing this for a while. So what are some of the other programs that small businesses may be able to, 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 to tap into that, again, were already established before this pandemic? Yeah, and that's such a great question. You know, I, I joined Invest Atlanta about a year and a half ago, and um, I've never worked so hard in my life. It's great. Yeah, exactly. I, I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, the thing that I've, I've realized at Invest Atlanta is that we're continually innovating. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, where we see the need, we fill that need with a product and a program. And so even before COVID, I would say a couple of the projects that we were working on that were really, um, I mean, not to toot our own horns, but are recognized nationally is we have a students to startups program. Uh, which matches students uh, with startups, as the name implies. And, you know, that's a real opportunity for students to be able to get some real-world experience. It's an opportunity for our startup community and our our tech ecosystems to be able to have access to fresh new minds. Um, And what we found is that over the past years, out of those partnerships, you know, we have some people being hired full-time. That full-time employment is generating jobs for the city and allowing people to launch their careers and giving startups in our startup ecosystem the brain trust that they need to be able to grow. Um, so that's been one of our, our most successful uh, programs. I would say that we're also doing a lot of rounds, um, <clears throat> and I know this may be a little bit weird for home uh, for our startup community and for our business community, but we do a lot of work on home buying. Uh, we have a whole side of Invest Atlanta that really focuses on community development. Mm-hmm. And so when you pair those two together, that's a little bit of Invest Atlanta's secret sauce. You know, we do a lot of community development and a lot of business development. Um, and, you know, we're continually in- innovating. So I just had a conversation today with my team about new uh, products that we can roll out. We're considering a microloan program. We've got a lot of grant programs coming in from the CARES Act. Right. Uh, so we'll see a lot of that really 
uh, rolled out in the near future. And more importantly, you know, we've got um, we've got a project that's coming around the corner uh, for our creative industry sector. You know, people who are working in creative industries, film, music, TV, esports, gaming, you know, a lot of those guys are independent contractors. And so we want to make sure that, you know, we're also reaching deep down into the community that everyone is covered and that we don't leave anyone behind. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think that's that's the key, right? Um, you know, in this current environment, um, we need every business <laughs> to stay in business, right? Because they're like I said, there's employment, right, related to that. There's people's families connected to that. And like I said, your housing programs, right? Um, mm-hmm. you know, in order to have a house, you need to have a job, right? And in employment, so many of our small businesses employ people, you know, right here in the city of Atlanta. So so all these programs are extremely significant and, and important. Um, and another one that, you know, I think it was it was very popular in terms of, I guess, the communication around it, definitely towards the end of last year and beginning of this year before the pandemic, and that was opportunity zones, right? And, yeah. and so we know that that hasn't gone away. So again, for those who, who are, are not aware, uh, could you kind of talk about that program and, 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 and again, why that is very important to the city of Atlanta uh, from that standpoint? Totally. And I, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, I want to give a, a real shout out to Dr. Ed Smith. Yes. Who runs our opportunity zones. You, you know, Ed, he's great. Um, and so in Best Atlanta, when the opportunity zones uh, came into being, we knew that as the city's economic development agency, we needed to create a program that would be matching potential investors in our communities. And so we have done just that. We've got a website portal on the Invest Atlanta homepage uh, that really talks about our Opportunity Zone program. And the whole goal is really creating investment in our communities, creating jobs and investment in our communities. Um, and so we're very focused on that. You know, we certainly are committed to the Opportunity Zone program. And certainly we're reevaluating ways that Opportunity Zones now uh, can really help us get through this COVID crisis. And so we're, we're continually working on that too. And I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, Ed has been doing a great <clears throat> job at our Facebook series. Um, so you should also check those out on investalana.com. Absolutely. And, and again, um, I, I go there myself, you know, to, to watch, watch the series. You all have some great guests. Um, and again, all these individuals are coming on and, and mm-hmm. we're trying to flood the market, if you will. Right. Um, with, with experts and people and programs to really help under small businesses know that, you know, the, this, this isn't just for show. Right. You guys aren't just doing it for PR, but there truly is help available if you're a small business in this city um, and, and a lot of different resources. And fortunately, I think the great thing, like I said, about our partnership is that all of us don't have all the answers as an individual organization. Mm-hmm. Right. But definitely the more that we work together, we can cover more of the issues more comprehensively. And, and that's, that's our goal, right, is, is to collaboratively work together so we can be a unified front to really help these, these small businesses. Definitely. I mean, you know, and look, we, we can't do it alone. Um, and, you know, people look to Invest Atlanta um, to be a leader. And, you know, we're, we're, we're glad to do that, but we don't do it alone, right? It's through these partnerships that we have with you, Paul, at SBDC and, and our partners at Metro Chamber and ARC and uh, Jay Bailey from RCIE. I mean, it's yeah. all of us working together to really create an Atlanta that works for everyone. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, so do you foresee, um, I guess, you know, as, as we move forward again, we know, of course, there's a lot of un- uncertainty. Um, but, but, you know, what other, I guess, maybe recommendations uh, would you make for small businesses uh, really over the next several months um, as, as things are, are changing? 
um, that you can kind of just share, maybe just just from a, from wisdom standpoint. I know you, you worked a lot in the business sector over over several years, so this, this these turbulent waters aren't the first turbulent waters, right? That that we've kind of gone through. So anything, maybe even some some past, you know, past Great Recession or past you know, ec- economic turbulent times that you could share, just in terms of words of wisdom for for small businesses at this point in time. Well, look, I mean, I hope I have some words of wisdom. Uh, I can just tell you what I know for certain. Um, you know, what I do know is that this is going to be um, a, a, a prolonged economic shock. It's going to take us a while to get through that. Um, Invest Atlanta is committed to that. And we're thinking about every potential way that we can help our business community to survive and thrive. Um, I would tell businesses that, you know, look, <clears throat> you need to make sure that you're signing up for every potential resource that you can find. So, you know, I know Fulton County has had some programs come out. I know the city of Atlanta has had some programs that have come out. Invest Atlanta has programs. The state is offering some programs. There are federal programs. You have to pivot in a certain way to make sure that you're always in the loop of any potential uh, assistance that can come through that. Now, we are going to get through this. um, And I think Atlanta is uniquely positioned uh, to get through this quicker than some other cities. We have a very diverse ecosystem, business ecosystem in Atlanta. Uh, we're not, you know, one, a one-trick pony. You know, we're not uh, an oil town or we're not a manufacturing town, but we have a ton of different sectors that are thriving uh, in Atlanta. And that will help us get through this more quickly. And so, you know, as we look down the road, short-term and long-term, you know, we're going to have to pivot. Businesses are going to have to pivot. You're going to have to use resources available to you that you can uh, get from the federal, state, and local level. And, you know, we got to try and buy local. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we at, at, at Veselana, you know, we're trying to create a buy local program. I know some other people are trying to do that, but I would just encourage all of us, you know, it's, it's easy. You know, you're sitting at home, you're in quarantine, you don't want to go out because, because, you know, you never know, <laughs> you know, what you're going right. to, what you're going to run into. And so it's easy to buy things off online, right? Target or Definitely. Amazon, but, you know, you've got to shop local and we've got to, continue to support each other uh, and buy local any chance we can. And, you know, I would also say just for myself personally, anytime I'm ordering something, whether it's delivery or takeout or coffee from East Pole Coffee, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm trying to make sure that I leave a very uh, generous tip to support all the workers who are working because that's what this is going to be about at the end of the day. It's going to be getting our community together making sure that people still stay employed and that we're supporting our small businesses so that we can get through this together. And I think that's what it's going to take, you know, and all of us working together, you know, we're bringing this, this COVID crisis is really bringing the ecosystem together. And I mean, you see that Paul, we're, we're all banding together and trying to help each other. And that's what it's going to take. Absolutely. And I want to connect something that you just said, even with uh, an earlier comment you know, related to, you know, buy local, absolutely we can do that, but we can also combine that with still buying online, right? And, and that's where that, you know, um, assistance to small businesses who haven't yet transitioned to being online can make themselves more available, more viable as an online opportunity, right? And so get the help, right? There, there are definitely, you know, we're out here to, to assist you. If you haven't put your business online yet or made some of your products or services available to be purchased, um, you know, from that perspective, so that, that way people who want to buy local can still find you, right? And they can still purchase from you, although you may be up the street and they can still buy online or, or pick it up from the curbside, right? Or, or whatever it takes, um, but you're being accessible. Um, and again, there's some, a lot of free tools available 
if you're not aware of a small business owner, right, that, that you they help you get online and, and be found and be on social media and those things kind of things. So that, you, know, you don't have to get left behind even in the digital, you know, transition because, and you may be able to speak to this too, you know, all, you know, we've, we've kind of, a lot of businesses have made the transition to work from home. Right. And, and the assumption just was, Oh, well, everybody can work from home. Right. And everybody has what's needed to work from home. And that's not necessarily the case uh, from that standpoint. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, you know, listen, we've, we've all lived through this together, right. For the past two, three months, we've all been trying to figure out how to work from home and, you know, as, as, as people see, you know, a drop off in their sales, you know, this is an opportunity to really take advantage of those services that you're talking about, uh, Paul, you know, getting your website up and running, making sure that you're reaching your, your customer base. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's a tough time and we've all got to pivot, but if you do those things, I think you'd be able to survive and, and thrive as, as we go through it. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, so any, any, um, oh, actually I wanted to ask you this, um, you know, and this, this may have changed since, since the pandemic, but, um, as, as a, maybe a prospective business owner, someone who's thinking about getting into business or, or even if they're already in business thinking about a pivot, what, what industries do you see as, let's say on the rise in Atlanta that, that someone as a small business say, okay, I, I need to, you know, kind of step into those kind of streams, if you will. Um, as, as things, you know, move forward. And I say, I, I know it may have changed a little bit, but, but anything that the, even certain industries or sectors that just kind of jump out as you said, Hey, if you're in Atlanta, you need to be focused in, in this area. Yeah. Well, look, I think the challenge is going to be, is that, you know, they're going to be, um, they're going to be businesses that do not make, uh, make it through this, this disaster. And so we know right. that and that is awful. And we do everything that we can to make sure that we can, but I think there's also, an opportunity uh, for entrepreneurs and people who want to start a business. Um, and, and the moment is not, I, I wouldn't say that the moment is now, but, right. but in the future, you know, there's going to be an opportunity for you to be able to create a business. You know, I mean, things will go back uh, to whatever the new normal is going to be, whether that's in six months, in 12 months or 18 months, we don't know. But once that moment is around, you know, you need to take advantage of, and there's going to be plenty of opportunity for working capital, uh, for people to start businesses as we go through recovery. So that would be my biggest piece of advice to people who want to start a business. If you've tried to think about a business that you'd like to start as we move through this, there's going to be access to capital that's going to be really key and critical to be able to start a business as we go back into, um, you know, into a new normal. And so I would say that would be a real piece of advice that I'd like to give people is like, you know, work on it now. Go talk to Paul, yeah. get your business plan together, make sure that you got all your, your I's dotted, your T's crossed. So when that moment comes, you can take advantage of any sort of capital that's available in the marketplace. And there will be money uh, available to people to start businesses and get the economy started again. So you want to be ready to take advantage of that when that moment is right. And so Working with our partners and working together, um, you know, that's a great way to to be ready when this when this is over. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well definitely, Nathan. Uh, appreciate your time um, um, for for this conversation, and I just want to give you a guest opportunity. Uh, this uh, maybe the last couple of thoughts, but then also definitely um, want to share your in- your website information so people know how to get in contact uh, with Invest Atlanta. Yeah, you're always welcome to reach out to us. Our website is a fantastic place uh, to find information about our products and programs. It's www.investalana.com. 
and you can find all of our team on there. And if you have any questions, we have general inquiry mailboxes that come right to our team. So if you have any questions or if you need anything, you can always reach out to us there. And obviously, Paul, you know, we <clears throat> we work closely together. So we send, you know, referrals back and forth. Absolutely. Uh, so you've got a great a great team uh, working for you. Definitely. No, appreciate it. And you all, again, definitely do, too. And, and of course, um, as, as Nathan mentioned earlier, um, a lot of uh, resources are available on their social media platforms, too. And, and you all are um, a lot, a lot of um, interviews and programs are happening um, all the time. So definitely encourage everyone to you know check out their social media platforms also uh, from that standpoint. Definitely. LinkedIn, we're all over it. Facebook, you can find us there as well. Um, and that's a good way for people to keep abreast of potential opportunities coming down the pipeline. So make sure you subscribe. Absolutely. Well, definitely, again, appreciate your time. Um, and definitely, we're gonna, we know we're going to keep our conversation going uh, because, again, it is definitely uh, more, more businesses that we can help out there and that we want to help. Um, so definitely appreciate your partnership um, and, and friendship. And, uh, again, look, looking forward to continuing uh, working together. Thank you for having me, Paul. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, so thank you all for listening to this uh, this episode of Small Business Fuel Radio. Again, I'm Paul Wilson. And again, if you need assistance uh, from the uh, Small Business Development Center, you can uh, reach out to our general website at georgiasbdc.org. And again, if you're looking for the Atlanta location, uh, just go to locations and find Atlanta or you can type in georgiasbdc.org forward slash Atlanta. So please stay tuned to our website, of course, our social media uh, for more resources and more great guests um, in future episodes. Thank you for listening, and we'll be in, uh, in contact soon. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. 